It's time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. This is Dirt World. Welcome back, everybody, to Dirt World here for Wednesday, December 17th, 2008. With Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt, here to take your emails on TheRealRaceInUSA.com. Folks, email us at DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com. As promised, on the line with us right now, driver originating from Fenton, Missouri, serving notice Saturday night at Volusia Speedway Park. Or Friday night. Friday night at Volusia Speedway Park. He was indeed the man to beat. Joining us here on Dirt World for this first appearance here in 2008, it is Ken Schrader. Ken, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Doing Ken, fine. Ready to, ready, right. ready to get uh, racing down Volusia again come February. Man, I'm telling you, we talked in victory lane and, you know, just watching you out there from the get-go on uh, Friday night, I mean, this had to be somewhat of a kind of a, a test in tune for you. You're looking to follow up that Dirt Car Nationals championship, but good Lord, man, when did you realize the car was going to be as good as it was? <laughs> well, you know, we didn't get the, the little test session Thursday night got rained out, so right. thought it was pretty decent in hot laps, but we, we came down with, with a little bit different setup than uh, normally run, so uh, just wanted to see how it works before we go back down there in February. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just a, an amazing run for you. Ken, take a minute and tell us about this race car. Now, certainly this looks like the same car we saw at uh, February 2008, but uh, Kind of a stretch from anything that, you know that we're running there at Volusia. Visibly, is this thing uh, just kind of a, a little bit advanced in its time? Talk about the chassis, if you would. Well, it's uh, Kelly Shyrock uh, up from up Iowa, uh, eight-time UFMPS champion. Uh, built a built car. It's a uh, skyrocket chassis, they call it. Uh, we haven't run that car a ton of times, maybe twenty, twenty-five. Uh, ran it the last three nights uh, during Speed Week down there in February. Uh, very happy with it. It's been a good car. Kelly's helped us a lot. Uh, it looks a lot different from the other cars because uh, the nose is so much longer. Right, right, right. right. Uh, which is something that kind of baffles us because uh, I think the UMP rule is either 40 or 42 inches from the center of the front to front spindle, and most everybody runs about 30 inches, and we just elect to make ours, you know, go ahead to uh, do the maximum. I don't know if there's any advantage there, but uh, I like the way it looks. You know, you're talking about that for the UMP mods, and uh, I know this year everybody's looking forward to, or next year, whatever you say, in 2009, everybody's looking forward to the first Saturday night when it's 5,000 to win. I'm sure when it comes down to that, that you're going to be on top of your game, and I'm sure that's one thing you're looking forward to. Oh, most definitely. You know, uh, last year was the first year we went down for Speed Week and, and ran the whole thing and just had such a good time. The last year we didn't get to run Saturday night because we were over there at Bud Shootout. Uh, this year we won't be in the shootout, so... Uh, you know, we'll be worrying about that dirt car more and just love to come down there where you can, you know, we bring a camper, we stay there the whole time and just run that many nights in a row at the same place. What what good racing, what good competition. Yeah, no doubt. Kenny, talk about the, the late model program. Certainly you've dusted that off a couple of times here in 2008. Any uh, aspirations perhaps to uh, get that in the dirt car nationals? Uh, no, we won't bring it down for that. We run the late model uh, we ran it quite a bit. The last time this year that we ran it, we went to the uh, Wednesday night uh, World Outlaw Show at Charlotte, the makeup deal before the World Finals, and they had 81 of them there for the uh, for the Outlaw race, and we we got in the show and uh, we were we wound up 12. That's all line. We were we were better than that till about four or five to go, and made some wrong decisions and wound up 12. But uh, you know, just filed an entry for the Colosso next year, and uh, we'll run the late model uh, about as much as the modified. We ran our dirt cars 55 nights this year. Wow. Kenny, you know, here, we, Billy and myself, and just like you, we've been dirt when dirt wasn't cool. 
And, and now you see the resurgence of dirt car racing and just how popular it is throughout the country. Certainly many of the cup drivers cutting their teeth on the dirt tracks throughout, uh, you know, the country. And, and now, of course, the prelude to the dream. And, and it seems like so many cup drivers have some sort of affiliation with a dirt team, you know, whether it's a Tony Stewart, uh, uh, Clint Boyer, uh, yourself. You know, do you, is this a trend that, that you can also see here over the last couple of years, or has it always been like this? Well, we've got a lot more people involved the uh, last couple of years. Uh, Kenny Wallace has been a big part of that because, you know, he, he got involved and he just talks it up so much. And, uh, you know, Kenny talks a lot. So, I mean, a lot of people hear it. Uh, and Tony's uh, Prelude to Dream has, has obviously been a big part of that also. But, boy, you just can't beat the, the excitement and the fun. Uh, uh, of the dirt racing now, you know I drove that cup car for a number of years, and you know felt an honor to drive it, and had had a good time. Still do had, had a really good time driving it. Uh, but that dirt's just a little bit different. It's not as quite as much follow leader. Uh, some you know some of our cup tracks are different than others. Some of them are uh, more multi grooved than others. But uh, boy, with that dirt car, you just smoke down in there and go over there, not. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I, yeah, I, he does, I was told that I that I that I should ask this question. January twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first at Ocala Speedway, which they just made dirt this season, is having the UMP mods with the All Star Circuit of Champions sprint cars. You think there's a chance we might see Schrader with his mod that weekend at Ocala Speedway? <laughs> that that's a long way away. I don't know about that yet. I do know about Volusia though. We will be there, but I I, I can't answer about uh, Ocala because there's also the uh, Southern All-Stars are running four nights in a row, uh, you know, at the Golden Isle then. So I don't right. know what we're going to do. Right. That's just a toss out there. So. Oh, it's mean, definitely can, a chance. Yeah, no doubt. Kenny, just what a pleasure to have you on board. And, folks, we've got Ken just for a few more minutes, if that. If you got a question for him, uh, visit DirtWorldShow at Yahoo.com if you've got a question for him. Kenny Schrader. Kenny, we keep this show exclusive to dirt. This was a promise we made to our listeners and ourselves some 16 weeks ago, and we've really held true. But, uh, you know, what is in the pipeline for perhaps the ARCA effort or anything else for Ken Schrader Racing? Well, for Schrader Racing, uh, I know that I'm going to run, I think, five ARCA races so far. Uh, we got Bill Baird in the car for two races. So that's seven of the 21, you know, we're, we're a third of the way there. We're we're looking at possibly uh, running a full schedule. Uh, we have some sponsorship in place with Federated Auto Parts, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We're also going to run truck a couple times. Uh, we're working on a lot of that now, and uh, it's really no different than uh, than we've been in years past. I mean, sponsorship's a little bit harder right now, but we've usually been a, someone that lands something to, in January. Federated Auto Parts will be back on all of our dirt racing. Uh, I think this is the 10th season with them, and uh, nice. we couldn't couldn't ask for a better sponsor than they've been. Yeah, got Red Baron on board as well, helping. Yeah, well, Red Baron uh, has been, we've been doing stuff with them since uh, 1986. That, that's, a, that's a blessing right there, those kind of relationships. And, and that's something that all of our young drivers can certainly, you know, listen to and kind of take heed to the fact that, you know, you take care of these sponsors and, and, and you uphold your obligation from a race car standpoint, a driver's standpoint, and... Uh, uh, you know, that's when the, the relationship can develop. Next question, Kenny, talk about uh, Peebley. How's things going up there at the racetrack? Oh, we, we uh, Peebley had a real good year. Uh, we, we got a uh, little bit of trouble with the weather uh, between uh, the Peebley track, uh, the track in Paducah, Kentucky, and the track in Macon. We got uh, involved in three of them now. But uh, 
all three of them fought some weather issues, but when we were open and had some decent weather, uh, crowds were up and everything went good. Nice. Being a racetrack owner, do you hear a lot of the drivers having a problem with the economy the way it is, maybe cutting back racing some, or have, have you found that to be a problem or not? Well, I hear that, but I also see more and more cars showing up at every race. So, you know, we've seen that. <laughs> We seem to see that, too. We seem to see where they say it, it might take a toll on them. But no matter what, I think the, even though the economy the way it is, you still got to have fun. you got to live. That's right. Uh, you got to have fun, and people are going to go out and uh, purchase some entertainment somewhere. And I think right now is a wonderful time for the local, uh, local dirt tracks to uh, really capitalize and uh, maybe build the crowds up. Well, you know, Volusia Speedway Park had a, a very successful season. Uh, Dirt racing down here in the south, though, Ken, it does struggle when you get, you know, in the deep south here in in central Florida. It really does. I mean, there's racetracks to to choose from and different offerings, but for all intents and purposes, it struggles. And you guys are kind of got it real good up there in the Midwest, Missouri, and then Kentucky, of course, uh, the old Tennessee Valley up there. That's where, of course, it is just as strong as ever. And, you know, the the fact that you're involved at an ownership level, I just think that it just speaks volumes of, of your stature and just how much of a commitment that you have to it, you know, this is it's your blood, man. There's no doubt. Well, we've we've had the the track in St. Louis, the I-55 in Peabody. Uh, I think next year will be our 15th season yep. that uh, that we've had that track and had a lot of fun with it. Spent a fortune on it, you know, trying to make it nice and sure. stuff. But uh, you know, the people uh, around there and a lot of traveling spectators have have uh, blessed us for coming out and, and supporting the track. So uh, we're just looking forward to doing more and more to it. Absolutely. As Joe said a little bit earlier, and a lot of people probably didn't realize this because I believe the modifiers got rained out the last night this year at Dirt Car Nationals. You were the 2008 Dirt Car UMP Mod Champion. Um, and I remember you saying, I want my eagle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that was a big, huge thing, Kenny. I mean, you know, I know Wallace was talking about it on on the speeds all week about how he had to go to the dirt track and try to outrun run you yeah. and try to outrun Steve Arpin. But I tell you something. But last year, one night we had over a hundred something cars, and for you to be the the UMP uh, Dirt Car Nationals champion, that's a pretty big thing. But I mean, that's not like winning a Winston Cup race or Nextel Cup race. But you know, that's pretty good. Well, I don't care what you're racing. When eighty plus of them show up, it's not easy. You know. Yeah. And uh, we, we're we're extremely proud of that. We we're very uh, excited about that last year. Felt good that we were able to spot everybody at night too, because we didn't come Saturday because I was right. in the in the bud shootout over right. Speedway, so didn't uh, didn't run Saturday. And then uh, I guess one of the nights we had a late practice. Got there, had tagged back with B, and uh, right. got in. But uh, yeah, it's not easy, that's for sure. Kenny, you know the the big thing here, the the buzz down here, of course, is. Finally, the UMP modified ranks are getting their due here at Volusia with a $5,000 to win finale, of course, the Gator Challenge. These guys are finally, I think, starting to get the recognition, not only from the uh, you know the spectators, but now the administration and, and, and from the sanctioning body themselves. Seeing the value of, of the UMP mods and just how many straight nights you guys run, you are indeed the iron men and women of the uh, Dirt Car Nationals. And finally, finally, some big money on the line for those guys who really deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, the Modifieds are definitely, uh, as far as membership and car count and everything, they're one of the backbones of uh, UMP. And UMP is stronger throughout the Midwest uh, uh, than in some other parts of the country. But Modifieds are definitely uh, some of the backbones uh, of UMP, and uh, it, it's neat what they're doing. Also, though, it uh, 
that, that way they don't have to worry about having 100-plus cars for three nights right. in a row. They can run 50 one night, 50 the next, and, and then just put 50 together for the third night. Absolutely. I was talking to one local driver yesterday, and he was talking about uh, how he's going to run the Dirt Car Nationals for the first time ever. But while, while we're talking about this, a lot of people don't know, Kenny, that they have you guys have to draw every night. You don't get a chance to qualify. So if if you draw a bad pill, it is what it is. If there's 120 cars and you draw a bad pill, you're going to start last and one the heat. You may end up in the B main, and that's what I was explaining to this guy. And he goes, "No qualifying for 100 cars." I said, "No, only the late models and the sprint cars get to qualify. You guys have to draw, which well, don't make I, it so bad. But you know, the one night you might draw good, the next night you might draw bad." I talked to him about that the other day, and there's no way that we can qualify the modified. But uh, I was with the World uh, uh, Racing Group and and trying to get them to do some passing points uh, for that race, right. passing points. That way, you know, you start 12th in the heat race, and you get the fifth, and you're still two-way of transferring, but, you you know, you, you really ran good in your heat, and that'll that'll put you in good shape for the for the right. B if it doesn't put you in. So they're looking at different things, but, it, you know, it, it just doesn't make much difference. Uh, right. you got to make cars. you got to do what you got to do, and the, uh, the fastest cars always wind up at the front. That's right. Ken, we're going to go to the email back. Uh, just a couple of quick questions. We know you've got to go to Christmas parties tonight in your time, uh, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're all here now. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, a driver, uh, uh, one of our fans from Tennessee, Dirt Racer 20, asked Ken Schrader, will we see Ricky Carmichael on dirt any time, maybe in your mind? Well, Ricky's in the basement right now. So if we could be there at the, at the Schrader Race Christmas party, flew in today. But right. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him out to play. Uh, got close last year. He was going to come to Peely to run a show, and it was when the uh, X Games were, and he did the, the high jump thing. Uh, right. So we didn't wasn't able to get him there, but we will get him to a, a couple racetracks. Very well. And one more, Ken. Uh, have you ever been to Tennessee Motor Speedway in Baxter, Tennessee? We need someone to open this track back up. I think they want you to buy it, Kenny. And uh, Billy and his crew might open it up, but they may need some help with it. You ever been to Baxter up there? No, sir. I don't... Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, we haven't raced a ton in Tennessee, maybe half a dozen places, maybe a little more than that. But, uh, man, unfortunately, there's so many good tracks uh, in the country right now that uh, are either shut down uh, or are for sale. So, uh, you know, it just, uh, well, it, it, you got to have a passion to run these things. And, uh, you know, it, it's not like they're big money makers, but uh, you got to really work hard at it. And I know you'd, uh, if you could, you'd buy up every track that needs uh, help from a guy like you. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Schrader, uh, man, what a, what a, uh, just a pleasant experience to have you on Dirt World here tonight. Really, it was a, a pleasure. Uh, thank you once again. Enjoy your Christmas party there for Kenny Schrader Racing. Uh, from all of us here at Dirt World, Merry Christmas, and uh, certainly hope to see you in February, my man. Well, we will definitely be there. I look forward to seeing y'all. Thanks, Ken. Thank you, man. Yes. All right, buddy. See you later. Ken Schrader, Christmas party at home in Charlotte, North Carolina. has got them all coming. Ricky flew in, Carmichael, that is, and uh, he is just getting ready to celebrate the holidays. Great interview with that driver, of course, that, uh, you know, his experience is, is just amazing in, in, you know, every form of racing. You know, looking at some of the biography of Ken Schrader, you know, you know his dad in Fenton, Missouri, actually tied a go-kart to a stump in the middle of the backyard and he would actually do laps and do circles around that stump until the car ran out of gas. He'd look up at his dad and say, put some more gas in it. So yeah. 